The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father bar in the holy place. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and joining me、uh, once again on the show is Lindsay Webb. Thanks for coming back, Lindsay. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, well, it's excellent. Thank、yeah. you for coming to my hotel room, which、oh. we've just discovered is making a lot of different noises. <laughs> it's, it's sort of alive, isn't it, this building? <laughs> There's so many things going on. Like the fridge is just. The fridge won't give up just telling you that it's a fridge. And is, there's a rattle that I'm not sure in the roof if it's air conditioning or. Something coming in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if we if we were in a cabin in the woods、yeah. and you heard that rattle, <laughs> yeah, there would be there would be issues. All lights would be on, and it's like one of those because、um, it's not even a hotel. It's like a it's an Oaks like a、um, service department, a service department.、Mm. And we'll I, don't, get, I don't know if this one's been serviced totally. No, I feel like pardon、uh, <laughs> me. It's, it's it's like they've got the cheapest version of every goods you can get. Yeah. So, so like the fridge. Yeah. Is a fridge. And it looks like a fridge. Yeah, but fuck, it's just straining to be a fridge. <laughs> like the whole time, I was like, "Oh, really?" I'm almost down to four degrees. It's like, it's like it's so used to not having anything in it because who puts stuff in the fridge?、Really? That's true. That's and true, then, and this room would sit empty,、uh, you know, a percentage of the time. So a lot of the time, the fridge has got fuck all to do. Just kicking back, going, "Ah,、oh, stay cool."、No、all, I've, all I've put in there is some milk and some Powerade, and it's <laughs> like, "Ah,、oh, too hard." I'm right up on the top floors. I'm only a few more days from retirement. I'm getting too old for this shit. Ah.、Oh. And then the minute you open the door, it just beeps at you. Really? Like not even like. It doesn't give you time to like leave the door open for too long. Right. It's it says I'm like, struggling already. Shut, shut, shut the door. Open the door. It's like shut the fucking door. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a safe. <clears throat> Pardon me. I don't like I don't like those appliances that are pushy like that. You know,、no. like the microwave where you leave the door open and it goes hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I don't care. I don't,、right. If I want you to stay open, you can stay open. It's not like the microwaves are going to escape. <laughs> no, is it? Not running. Not <laughs> running. Did you ever hear that urban myth about、um, uh, you weren't meant to stare at your microwave when the food's cooking because、yeah. it knocks your eyeballs or something? Yeah, yeah. And there was, and you know, not too close. Don't look directly at it. Yeah, that sort of. That's、thing. right. Yeah. You're waving a stargate. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure there were some things like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Microwaves. I remember as a kid when microwaves, you know, first became popular. Oh my god! That you know, remember when it was like the classiest thing. Yeah, and you it, were really posh if you were. Oh, very, oh, very, especially if it was convection. You would go to people's like <laughs> houses, and they would have they'd proudly display、yeah. the meal that they made in their Ab- microwave. Absolutely, and there was you know, micro- the microwaves. You were supposed to do everything in them, like do、right. a roast dinner in the microwave. It's all the ra- all the rage. Like,、yeah. What's wrong with the oven? Right, <laughs> the oven's been working for years. I mean, even、this. even things that like just. <laughs> You didn't even like. For example, we started poaching eggs in the microwave. Yes, 
Yeah, that was common. Oh, fuck. How, how much time does that save you? Uh, none. None. <laughs> none. And the eggs are not as good. No way. No, no it sort of rubberizes them, Yes, exactly. Yeah. Poach your fucking eggs properly. Yeah, just in water, on the stove. <laughs> how hard is that? <laughs> on an open fire with a billy. <laughs> right. It's not that hard. <laughs> right, it's not taking up your whole day. No. But uh, but people got right into the microwave. Yeah. Like, there was microwave cookbooks. And uh, and they're expensive too. Oh, that was yes. the other thing people don't remember. Yeah, the actual microwave, not the cookbooks. No. So, yeah. No, no, no. But there were microwave cookbooks. Yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're quite right. They're expensive machines. But now you can get a really shitty microwave for like 60 bucks. Right. <laughs> just, it's just tiny. You can't put a plate in it. Yeah. Just scrape it onto a small plate. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you use it too often, you will be infertile <laughs> yeah. because it's leaking radiation into your home. But it is a nightlight. Quite yeah. helpful. <laughs> I actually think that's what Kim Jong-un has. He just has a bunch of old microwaves. <laughs> it's like, I can take you, America. Perhaps we just should send him a new oven. Right. So could sort out, you know, all He'd the He'd just problems. be happy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's causing some trouble, isn't he? Well, I mean, he is, Lindsay. Yeah. What, what's your take on uh, world politics? Well, you know, I, I find a number of things strange about yeah. KJ Un. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As he's known to his yeah. mates. I, I call him that because yeah. it's kind of like Cajun. A Cajun? <laughs> yeah. Little Cajun. Oh, look at him, the little Cajun. Little Cajun, eh? Because oh, he's kind of spicy. Much more lovable. <laughs> kind of heating things up. Exactly. But, uh, you know, the first thing I find weird is that he, he's given a date. You know, like he said this, uh, what was it, April 15, he's, yeah. going to, he's going to attack America. Yeah. It's like... Well, you don't do that. Right. You don't, that's not... You, hello? You surprise lost, attack, you idiot. You've lost the element of surprise. <laughs> you have. Like, yeah. Does, I mean, if you said to me, oh, Lindsay, and I know you wouldn't, but if you said to me, oh, Lindsay, I'm going to attack you on the 15th of April, well, I'll attack you on the 14th. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that I or, or you might not... Or come 15th April, you might be somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. You won't be in the place where I'm going... <laughs> I won't be home. Or you'll be hanging out with some really big mates of yours. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, it no. Just, it just seems the strangest thing. Like, it's a ridiculous thing. It seems like high school, like... I'm going to fight you at lunchtime. No, right. no, lunchtime. I mean, I don't think that the reason everything went wrong on Anzac Day was because they had that battle on Anzac Day. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to come on Anzac Day. Yeah. No. Be ready. No. No, don't be ready. Surprise them. Yeah, it seems it seems really weird. So that's the first thing I yeah. find Well, I think he's, it's, uh, he's, he's more, I mean, you've got to think. And I mean, obviously, if I'm wrong... Then yeah. nobody will listen to this podcast anyway. Uh, yeah, sure, it'll wrong. be irrelevant. So it's going to be relevant. <laughs> yeah. Surely he's just got to be more bluffed than he I, has to back I, it up, right? Well, listen, I mean, of course I hope so. I'd like to think that he's bluffing and being right. silly. But the second thing I don't... Oh, what, what's wrong? What's up with him? Like, what's he really angry or complaining about? I don't seem... I, I've, I don't know if I've missed the point or there isn't a point and he's just having a bit of a whinge and a flex. Is there a... What's he upset about? He's a wingnut. You're right. That's what he is. He's just nuts. He's a wingnut from a family, a dynasty of wingnuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a long line of nuts. Right. Yeah. So, like, Quite when right. you're in charge of everything and all your record books have been rewritten to show that you've won Olympic gold medals and you've won Academy Awards and... Because, you know, that's what happened. Is that what they... Really? Yeah, in the state-run media. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, no... Oh, yeah, Kim Jong-il, he, he won an Olympic gold medal and he Seriously? won an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like someone writing their own Wikipedia page. What's wrong with these people? Well, I mean, I mean, look, the millions of people in that country starve because of their horrible ways. However, you've got to be honest. Like, if you were running your own country, yeah, then why wouldn't you get them to? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I've done all sorts of stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm awesome. Yeah. I've been to the internet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave Steve Jobs all these ideas. Yeah, that's what you would do. So wow. Well, yeah. So eventually, I think if you have a gun, you want to 
fire your gun at someone. Do you, so, think, do you think this is enough, you know, enough of an antagonising move by them for this family to maybe perhaps be removed from being in charge? Like, do you think perhaps it's time for them to hand their keys back and well, I mean, I think sign you, over the list to someone else that's not quite as crazy, someone who's not using as many microwaves? Uh, look, I feel, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like there could be some compelling arguments made <laughs> that Kim Jong-un's interests are not in the best interests of his people. Yeah. I, I don't think you would have to scratch the surface too deeply to find some lawyers no, who could defend that position. survey says you're probably going to get away with yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, to move off world politics for just a second. Sure. Uh, I wanted to talk about the service department that you've you've come and joined me in. Oh, yes. Uh, because yes. Uh, the reason I want to talk to you about this is that um, you described it as a service department, yes. right? Yes, yep, yep. So, uh, look around you. Is mm-hmm. it in an apartment? Uh, well, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a room, uh, sort of a kitchen and lounge area. Yeah. Yes. Apartment. Right. So, tick. Yes. For that part of right. service department. Good. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I see there's going to be a yeah. tick missing here. The other half of the service department. So the service the part. The service part. Yes. Has not eventuated. Really? I don't know if I'm squatting or something, what? but they haven't come to get my garbage. Nothing. They haven't changed the sheets. I've been here nearly two weeks. <clears throat> Have you tried to call someone? Well. Is there a phone? Um, actually, you know what? I don't know if there is a phone. <laughs> oh, there's a phone. There's a phone. Oh, there is a phone? Yeah. Where's the phone? No, I that's my iPhone. <laughs> no, no, I'm further. There's a phone. Oh, okay. There's a phone. Yeah, there's a phone. Yeah. It's, really? Yeah. That is a bit strange. That is strange. They would not, even in a service department, they would normally come, in my experience, like once a week. So here's At least the thing. to do the linen and towel. Right. So I was, um, uh, I first got here over Easter. Yes. So I, um, uh, they did service it. Easter Monday. Right. Right? Yes. So now it's been about a week and a half since then. Okay. Since it got surfaced, right? right? So I thought that the first time they just took so long because it was Easter. Okay. Right? But no. Because I'd been a week and whatever. But there hasn't been another Easter. But there hasn't been another Easter. <laughs> no. <laughs> they still, and they didn't even come back on Monday. Not, no. Oh. Not for the garbage. Nothing. Not is to change sh- the sheets. Is, there's no shoot. There's no shoot. There's no garbage I've shoot. I've been smuggling it out onto the street of this city. <laughs> Have you really? Like I'm in the Great Escape. <laughs> I literally, I'm going to, every time I go out, I take a little bag of garbage and then I have to sh- stuff it into... Into street bins. Into street bins. Oh, boy. That's not right. No, that's not. You've got to call someone. It's probably illegal. It, it I'm probably be. breaking the law. Probably. I don't know, but it should be a law against it. Is there a compendium of what you're supposed to do here? Is there ah, one of those? Probably, but I don't want to have to read stuff. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Can't we just all agree Plead that... Ignorance. Yeah, no, they should Service come. department yeah. should be service. Well, that's in the title. So it's, it's right, it's right there, there in the title. In the title. Exactly. <laughs> you promised me something that it's you didn't deliver. Delivered. Um, so here's the thing. Yes. This is where it's all gone wrong. Okay. So eventually, they haven't come to like replace my towels or anything. Oh. And I haven't called. So like I probably should just call. But I just assumed, like you assumed, that maybe they're just coming once a week. Yeah. And so in a week they'll come. Yeah. So now it's been a week and a half, and I'm starting to go. They're not Still coming not back coming. ever again. No. Maybe I'm not meant to be here. Maybe you have to wash things yourself. <laughs> So, well, it's surprising you say that, Lindsay. Take it off the bill. Because I wash things myself. I eventually got so frustrated <laughs> that I had to wash my um, my hotel towels. Right. Right? I don't think that's... I've never had to do that in my life. No, me neither. <laughs> that's a, that's a no. first. 
It was a first for me, but... Did you have to go out and buy detergent to do this? I did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay because there is a washing machine in the room. So I'd been washing my show clothes and stuff every right, day. Right, right. So I essentially wear the same you're... stuff for the show, so I like to wash it every yeah, day. So I'm with you. It's clean Fresh. again. Yep. Mm, mm. So essentially you're working here. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm an employee at this hotel. <laughs> I should ring down for like a staff discount. <laughs> exactly. How did you, uh, did you save so much money during the Melbourne Comedy Festival? Oh. Well... I, I actually in. took a part-time job <laughs> at the Oaks. Servicing my own apartment. Which was one more than anyone else was. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. This is why I may not get the bonus, though. This is why I may not get the discount. Because what I did, and I understand, as soon as I say this, <laughs> I understand that this was always going to go wrong. Uh-oh. <sighs> I was doing a load of washing of my show clothes. Like I say, I wash them every day. Yes, and I thought, oh, well, I can just chuck the towels in with these because then I don't have to do two. Because it's a, one of those uh, washers that's also a dryer, so it takes ages for oh, you to actually yeah, get yeah. it done. It takes all day for a load. Right. So mm. I was like, I'm not going to do two separate loads. I thought, well, the towels are white, mm. but here's what I thought. <laughs> I wash these show, show clothes every day. Yes. There is no way that there is any... They're not going to leak. They're ink. not going to leak anything. Yeah. Like, I've washed them so many times. What about times. the fluffy fluff from the towels? Right. Well, you know what? You're right. There is fluffy fluff from the towels on my black clothes. Yeah. So that was a terrible idea. Yes. That was a terrible idea. But surprisingly, that was only the second worst thing that happened. Whoa. What happened? Well, the white towels are now blue. They're blue, Lindsay. <laughs> they are blue. To, in fact, you know what? You keep oh talking my. because I'm going to go and get one just to show what? you. What? I, you know that you shouldn't put white stuff in with coloured stuff. Of course I know that. And especially if it's not yours. Right. You'll, get, you'll get the sack from this job that you've only just gotten. Servicing his own apartment. What a terrible way to start your job. Made a mistake on the first day. That's probably what happened to the last person that serviced this apartment. All right, I'm not going to show them to you yet. Yeah, all right, got and got him. Okay, and then I'm just going to get you to describe. <laughs> yes. What colour you think right. this is? Were well, they now. genuinely lovely hotel white towels? Oh, they weren't lovely. Right. It's a service department. Okay. Well, yeah, no, it's an apartment. It's an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's an apartment. They, they were towels, right? But they were thin, you know, kind of cheap, okay. you know, th- that sort of towels. Those ones you really got to work at drying yourself on. No one's ever going to steal them. Put Are you it that right? Way, okay. You know? Let's not call them plush. Right. All so, right. no one's ever going to be like Eddie Murphy at the end of Beverly Hills Cop with no. a yes. you know, suitcase full yeah. of them. <laughs> no one. No one's ever going to do that. Right. Okay. So, uh, this is what colour they are now. Okie dokes. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Well, they're kind of like a baby blue, aren't right. they? Right. It's, it's, but, you know, here's the thing. You know, it's a nice, consistent colour, right? It's very good. To like, be honest with you, you, if you didn't know... Is this your first fabric job? Right. <laughs> You've done all right. Welcome in, to Project Romo. In fact, though, you know what I see straight yeah. up? Now, they look like you've ruined them for hotel circulation because hotel towels are white. Right. Always white. Exactly. However, that towel looks like it could jump straight on the hospital circuit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where hospital towels come from. <laughs> they just have to wait for a dickhead. <laughs> In a hotel room, and they're like, oh, we've got some more stuff yep. in the hospital. Here we go. Oh, well, the patients will appreciate it. Then, but it then, actually looks really nice, and when they hang on the wall next to the white ones, it does look like they're a set. Like, I was like... <laughs> That's fantastic. So now, but this is my problem. Well, how confused are the people going to be when they come to take the towels? Well, this is, you know, when you said to me before, like, have you rung down? <laughs> yes. Now I can't ring yeah, down. This is why you're not ringing down. This is now why I'm not ringing down. Right. So I'm, like, to be honest, they may not service my apartment for the next two weeks and I'm going to have to keep 
washing these washing towels. myself with these blue towels. Have you got another set of clothes you can wash with them next time? <laughs> like they'll be tie dyed by the end. And why is it gone kind of you know blue? I don't know why it's gone blue. Because they're black clothes that black you washed clothes. with them, right? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, they look good though. That's blowing my mind. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's very consistent. I expected you to bring out like a mottled, you know, marble effect towel that no, had stain all over. No, it, they're very nice. Like, in fact, it must be a good washing would, machine. You almost would steal these ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've added you, some value. You've improved the towels, right? But yeah, so but now I'm stuck right. because I can't ring down. No, like, now I have to hope that they don't come and service the did apartment you, at all. Did you think I about leave. maybe some nappy sand? And tr- there's no reversing. There's this. no reversing this. This is set, isn't it? Because oh. this has gone through the dryer straight afterwards. Once you oh. go blue, you never that's, come that's, back. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like is. pottery. You've you've said that. <laughs> this is. This is what these oh. towels. I've just released. The How many of the towels towel. have you have you blued up? Uh, so one uh, big towel and two hand towels. Okay. So a set. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Yeah. I can't wait to. Please make sure and tell me what the upshot of these towels is. I'd right. Like to find out what happens if they do eventually come to service the room. I know. I'm assuming that they will just. I don't actually know what would happen. It's, I've got a funny feeling that this sort of thing happens with towels. I would imagine you know. so, right? I don't feel like it's no. something that... Well, you know, I'm sure they factor into these things with apartments. Like There's, there's right. a certain amount of general wear and tear that's acceptable. Exactly. And clearly you didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> no one sets out to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I've heard of Motley Crue and I've heard of, like, these wild parties and shit. But oh, some people throw televisions off right. balconies. No, Some people Will. like to get a glass a coffee table and get nah, a prostitute nah. and shit. No, nah, nah, not Will. He is a hardcore motherfucker. <laughs> Here's what he likes to do. Check into hotel rooms <coughs> that have a washing machine. That's what they need first. Compulsory. Compulsory. <laughs> Oh, and they're not trashing anything, just altering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well done. Congratulations. Yeah. It is a very good job. Right. Of, I I, so. I, you know, especially unintentionally. Yeah. I think you've done quite nicely. And good luck. <laughs> it's going to lead to some confusing headlines, though. Did, you know, did you hear Will Anderson died? His towels. <laughs> His towels. <laughs> Read the second line. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, that's worse. That's worse. I wish he was dead. <laughs> I used to admire him. I didn't know he was some sort of... Oh, I'm sorry. It is embarrassing. Flannel-hating man. I know. That's why I should never try to do anything by no. myself. No, okay. Well, don't do that anymore. I won't. I no won't more towels that. in with your stuff. No. So and Have you had to rewash your show clothes so that they're not fluffy? Right, I have. Yeah. But I went to the show one night. They're a bit fluffy. <laughs> uh, tonight, actually, I'm a little worried that I might do the show without my jacket. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I have like a lucky jacket. It's it the same jacket that I, I wear know. all the time, but yeah. it's had a big rip in it for ages and I took it in to get repaired yesterday. Oh, you are getting that fixed. Good yeah. on you. Well, kind of remade. It's going to cost me like as much as a jacket costs, right. but it's such but it's, a great... It's a great jacket. And it's, it's my lucky jacket. lucky jacket. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think I'm going to get it back in time for the show tonight, oh. so I might have to do a show without my jacket on. You didn't think you could fix that on your own now that you're with your new fabric? Right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if I'd known what a natural <laughs> gift I had... <laughs> <laughs> I just go out on stage. I save myself the uh, three hundred bucks or whatever it's costing me to get my jacket repaired, uh, because what I've done is taken out the back panel and just replaced it with light blue sewing in. It'd be great mop up my sweat while I'm on stage. <laughs> I see Will's wearing his colours. 
god. <laughs> Very fashion forward. Well, have you tr- have you rung have you rung them to see if they can have it ready in time? Well, I mean, uh, technically, I've got a bit of a window to because they, they were it was harder to repair than what right. they thought it was going to be. Which oh, is, that always happens. Yeah, yeah. And um, seamstresses are just like mechanics. Right. <laughs> So it's always harder than they first think. You know, oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Oh, it's gotten Ooh, difficult. Yeah. We found something else. That's right. Yeah, we, we have to buy some silkworms. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Can't you just go to a friend brick shop or something? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I look, they also, the, the lady who's doing it, mm-hmm. does not speak... Uh, English as well as perhaps well, other this people is, do. This is going to be interesting. So, so like, it's been a bit hard for us. Like, yeah. I, I thought I was pretty clear that I needed it back by today. Right. But I feel like she just, they were words she did not understand. Maybe a different today in her mind. Right. Right. A day. <laughs> <laughs> by a day. Can, Can you I get it back by a day? Yes. yes definitely. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that maybe by the end of this podcast that I will um, cool. look at my phone and it will say... Yeah, a little message. Yeah. And saying, today's day. a day. Yeah. Good. But otherwise... I'd, Ooh. Yeah. What will you do? Have you got another jacket you can wear? No, I don't. Oh. No, I only have the one. Well, perhaps this is a warning for the future. Perhaps you need to, to start running in a second lucky jacket. Well, I mean, you know what? I would love a second lucky jacket. <laughs> yeah. I would like to have another one in the rotation. Yeah, there you go. And then I could be like um, a, a cricketer if I... Like if, I, if one night one yeah. wasn't just feeling right, I could call to the pavilion and bring Make out the signal. other jacket. Like, Your jacket yeah. signal. <laughs> Someone runs it out. A sip of water. Right. Or I could just even like have a mic stand there with the jacket hanging oh, on it. Absolutely. So if I needed to mid-show. Yeah. Like a guitarist might have spare picks. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Well, there you go. Maybe you should do that. Some of your spare time. Look around some shops. You're in Melbourne. Right. It's great shopping in Melbourne. I know, I'm broke at the moment, though. Oh. I'm out of money. Well, you've got this part-time job here, servicing the <laughs> apartment. I know. Perhaps, perhaps they can give you an advance. Do you know what? They, they don't pay very well. It's actually pretty hard work. Comedy is heaps easier, is what yes. I'm saying. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. No, I am. Um, I'm, well, because I'm always, this is my time of the year where I always run out of money. Because, right. A, I'm not very good with my money. Right. But, B... This is the time of the year where I make most of my money mm-hmm. and then I spend the rest of the year spending, spending that money. Right. And so then I'm back here now making money again. I'm hearing you. You're but I don't get it for that time a couple cycle. of months. Yeah. From. So that's just the nature of what we do. And Plus a lot of money goes into doing what you're doing at the moment too. Like there's there's you know money going out before right. you start. A lot. And I'm producing back. a show myself as yeah, well this good year. On you. So I, I went and did it. You did do it? Yeah. It's uh, a fan great fiction show. comedy. If anyone wants to come to the Melbourne Comedy Festival, it is really a delightful show. It's fun it's very funny and it's a wonderful group of people from young kids from New Zealand. They're really good. Yeah. They're but really, again, yeah. like you know, I like I phone, you know, five people over from New Zealand and yeah. they're all accommodated and we're paying for the show and stuff. <laughs> So all that's like stuff that I've paid for. And they're very grateful, by the way. That um, you know, eventually, hopefully, we will make some of back with through the show and whatever. And you supply but... the magical water. Yeah. Uh, yes, I bring water. <laughs> I bring water. And uh, you, Lindsay called me on this the other day because, of course, last time you're on, we talked about the water. Yes. And so for the show, I feel like I should provide all our guests a bottle of water because yeah. that seems like a producery thing to, that's right. to do. Right. It's an hour on stage. It's exactly. A fair thing. And we don't pay people because it's a yeah. tiny show that doesn't make any money. It's right. really like yeah. for the fun of it and. That's that's right, which and, it is fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. And so I kind of feel like, you know, the least you can do is, you know, get someone a coffee or offer Absolutely. them a bottle of water or whatever. Sure. But of course, you know, as we've spoken about before on this show, <laughs> I have issues with a bottle of water. <laughs> so I've now found uh, a special bottle of water. Right. 
that is like uh, the most, I found the one that was the most uh, um, sort of, I don't know, ecologically friendly right, right. bottle of water. It's, it's, it's human. Uh, it, yes, I see. It's yeah. nice to the planet. It's nice to the planet. It hasn't been flown here. No, it's bottled, bottled locally. <laughs> right. In fact, I think wherever you are, they're just filling it up out the back <laughs> out of a hose. <laughs> But that's good. That's close to source. It's really just a vessel service. Yeah, and no, and it's also one that has like a tracking number. You could they supply water for. Oh, do you have one with you right now? It, it, it's this one. It's the thank you water, right? It's the thank you water. But with here, you can yeah. track your impact. It says here, you know, you got three hundred and sixty-five days a year. We exist to fund the safe water projects in developing nations. Australians spend six hundred million yep. on bottled water. That's yep. a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, too much. Who would have thought all yep. those years ago? Every year, yet seven hundred and fifty million people still don't have access to safe water. We can change this, it says here. Uh, all you have to do is enter your bottle's tracker ID and uh, you go to see the exact project your bottle has been assigned to fund. So uh, do you know how much money they're putting from from the bottles or anything? I have don't you look know. into it much? No, I haven't really. It's a great idea. It's called Thank You Water. Yeah. And you're quite right. This is a, this is a good idea. Yeah. This is doing something good with something Because you feel like, well, if we're having a bottle of water but you're absolutely. providing water to other countries. I remember when bottled water first hit the shops and people were like, that's no one's... Ah, no one's going to... People, people never People aren't going to... No one's... It's ridiculous. taps everywhere. Yeah. taps everywhere. Right. <laughs> Who wants bottled water? Why would you pay Why for would something? You? Give me some bottled water, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just that 24 pack <laughs> it just became it's just, it's it's just amazing isn't yeah. it it's a it's a wonder of modern marketing mm-hmm. i think that's you know i worked in hospitality around the time when the when the changeover was coming and it was places where they said no more giving people you know glasses of water right and there was an outrage people well, might rightly not remember. so there was you know right. it, was, it was outrageous people were like can i have water oh we've only sell bottles like what yeah. What? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it a got, licensed premises. You it should, got a bit silly. Yeah, exactly. That has changed. That yeah. has gone back to being, oh, most, you have to supply water. Yeah. Because it's an alcohol venue. Like, right. you have to supply water. Like, no, you have to buy no. it. No, yeah. And then, and you know, charging five bucks for a bottle of water at a bar, you can get a beer for six. I've, um, it's, just, it's insane. I've lost my mind. <clears throat> I don't know how much anything costs anymore. And nothing at all. Like, I, I think because I've been going to a lot of different countries. I think you're going to find out how much a set of towels is for a service department fairly soon. <laughs> ah, that'll go in the show budget. It's in the show budget. This is, I'm on tour. It's in the budget. <laughs> sure, I'll have to pay for it, but only a percentage of it. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, so I, um, I, I think maybe because I've been travelling a lot, Oh, you think you know, so overseas that, prices and you know, local sometimes, prices? Sometimes, like it can be a couple of dollars here or there, yeah, you sure. know, for different things yes. and because of exchange rates and all sorts of things. Definitely, I find that food is a lot cheaper in America than oh, it is isn't here, it, and so amazing like, things like that. Yes, and uh, but I've just noticed recently since I've been back here, and I think because things have gone up recently, like a lot yes. of prices and stuff. There has been some inflation. I just am misjudging. Right. How much money I will need for something okay. constantly. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, like when you, you're in the shop paying for something, you, like you get out a $10 note and they're like $43. And you're like, what's up? Oh, God. Like, <laughs> oh, do you have a photocopy? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel uh, about the idea of bartering goods and services? Do you know any towels that need dye? I'm I, really good with towels. I'm abandoned. I just need my show clothes <laughs> and a washing machine. I'll be straight back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is deceptive, and I think America is probably the one that's throwing you off there because predominantly everything is cheaper in America. Right. I couldn't believe when I went and did the Indianapolis Fringe Festival, and I would go to a little bar before the show to have a bite to eat and a beer and just a bit of a sit down. 
you'd sit there and you don't sort of pay. It's not like Australia. You don't have to pay straight away. They'll let you run a you know a, right. a, an imaginary tab yeah. that you don't even have to hand anything over to do. Right. They're just watching you. Yes. <laughs> and you order, and I'd I'd finish and have your meal, a cup of beers. I'd go up to pay, and I'd get out lots of money, going, yeah. "Oh, this, you know, that'll be like twenty, twenty-five bucks or something." And they'd be like, "Yeah, that's uh, you know nine dollars fifty." Like, yeah, how? how? Right. <laughs> and, and then you tip, even on even with the tip, it's still only you know twelve or thirteen dollars. Right. This is fantastic. But I think you know, I noticed that things there are very much cheaper. So you're probably falling into the coming back here to the inflated price of Australian stuff. I know, but sometimes even just like that sort of thing of going, I just don't know what a cup of coffee costs anymore. Yeah. I mean, but that's a bit random everywhere well, too, that, isn't it? I was it? just like, about to say, that's kind of, I think probably because there's no consistency anymore. Things yeah. used to be a lot more consistent, but Co- people seem to be now going, oh, we just make our own price. Right. Like one day... Ours is $5.80. Why? Just, yeah, we just got one before, yeah. and I, I even said to you, oh, it was cheap this time, yeah. it was 3 bucks, which I thought was fairly cheap for a coffee. Yeah, these but I've, I've, had, I've been hit like four eighty five, five dollars for coffees. If you're at the airport, it can be like 45 oh 50 bucks for a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they get you to make yourself. And, you'll, and it takes three days. Yeah. Like, I know this is not the most original observation, but why is it that it seems that people at the airport, which is yeah. one of the places where everyone is in a rush. The most rushy place ever. Are the most <laughs> terrible at doing their jobs. Like, it's like... It's like they've never done the job before. Every it, time you go to the airport, like it's like they've gone, oh. But it's I, like they got off a plane. Yes. And just got that job. <laughs> just, were, like, oh, just were leaning too right. long. Someone you put work a, here now. Someone put a badge on them. <laughs> just, yeah. You work here. Start with those towels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder, though, airports are, you know, commonly not in town or in high residential areas. Getting people to go and work at airports must be difficult. Right. Because it's, you know... Let me just use Brisbane as an example. It's a long way out of town. Yeah, I guess so. So you've got to get out there and work, and it's probably pretty painful for security purposes and all that sort of stuff. I wonder if it's it's not really the glamorous 60s when, when flying anymore. You know, people are in a rush. They right. pass through really quickly. But, you know, but there much there's plenty of shops in the world that run efficiently, and you would think True. things at the airport yes. more than anywhere would rely on efficiency. Well, you'd think. You'd, but maybe they're trying to get you to miss the plane so you have to buy more stuff at the cafe. <laughs> That seems that seems like a very count, counterproductive evil plan. I, I mean, it does sound like the level of incompetency that they are displaying at the airport. So maybe, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're right. It's funny. Oh, I don't like airports in general. What do you mean? Well, I, you know, well, that's probably not fair. I find them annoying because I find so many people at airports don't seem to know what's going on or where they're going. I mean. Or, what they're doing, and I, and, I, and I know that I travel a lot, so it's I'm a very place of frustration. It. it is. It's a place of frustration. It really is. Even Jesus, <laughs> like even Jesus, would crack it in I the reckon. right conditions at an airport. I reckon. You know, and it takes a lot of focus for yeah. me to just put it all out of my mind, right? And do what I need to do at the exactly. airport without getting annoyed or frustrated by it all. And yeah. it's and that's <laughs> taken me that's taken me some time to get that together in yeah. my head because it's it can well, be what are your major frustrations I, I'll tell you what one of my major frustrations is at the airport yeah uh, is this one uh, the people who are shocked by the fact that you have to take sh- your shit out of your bag to put it through the metal detector yes, yes. like 
You're going to an airport. Mm-hmm. You know you're going through metal. Like, metal detectors have been around for ages now. Oh, yeah. It's they, not a surprise that no, they've got security at the airport. They didn't just come at Christmas. No, they've been so, for a while. So here's what you sh- you should do. Get ready. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> even that morning, when you're yes. getting dressed, have yes. a think about what you're what fucking you, wearing. Absolutely. Like, people are going there like they're dressed by Mr. T. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> did you think this was like cash converters? Why oh, have you I'm not going to take everything off. Like, there's people going through with fucking chastity belts on. I'm like... <laughs> Are you that scared of joining the Mile High Club that you? I mean, why have you got this on? It is interesting, isn't it? The things that people will and people just don't, turn up in. People also don't understand the idea of like that you can't take liquids through. Yeah, like people will like be puzzled. Yeah, they'll be go, but the, but the water's in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, what did you think that sign meant? Did you think it meant don't take any liquids that aren't in bottles in? That's a good one. The last time I flew internationally uh, from Brisbane, as a matter of fact, I was I was going through all the detector and I was just getting my bag at the end. And you know how they take a person to the end if there's something yeah. in the bag when they x-ray it and they want to look through the bag? And I heard the customs guy talking to this man saying, but you can't bring any liquids. And the guy's like, yeah, but just, just the bottles. They're just yeah. the bottles. He had about 19, about 19 bottles of stuff in his bag. And I'm just looking at it going, that's not just one. That's no. not like just one aftershave you've gone overboard with. Yeah. And, and he's going, but they're small, they're small. And the customs guy's going, no, 100 mils. These yeah. are like, that one's 270, this one's right. 250. This. One of them was milk. Right. Guys just, was, he just said a bottle of milk. Did he just raid his minibar? It looked. Is that what? It, it looked like it. <laughs> he just it, tipped his minibar. It seriously looked like, yeah. or, or he'd been at a function where right. there was a bunch of things left over, and he thought, "Oh, these will be handy. Yeah, these will <laughs> these will sit well in my bag and then my stomach." It was incredible. He couldn't believe that. No, no, no. He wanted to take them, yeah, but right. he, he couldn't believe that he was going to have to leave all of them there. Wow. And then, in fact. Then right behind him, there was an elderly uh, Asian man and what looked like his son travelling together who had a thermos of tea, like quite a large thermos right. of tea. And right. he's like, no, I have to take it. It's my special tea. My spe- it's special. And, yeah. and they're like, no, you can't bring it through. You have no. to tip it out. And oh, no, I'm not tipping it out. You have to tip it. No, I'm not yeah. tipping They're having this stoush standoff thing. Because special tea is the sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that they don't want no, on the plane. That sounds like the sort of thing a terrorist would call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just my special yeah. tea. Yeah. It's just my special tea. Yeah, tea stands for terrorism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this guy, the customs man, very cleverly said, you know what? Go back out. And drink it. Drink it. Go back out of here and drink it and then come back. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yep, you've got time. We'll get you through when you come back. And I thought that was pretty decent. Like, he wasn't just yelling at the man, tip it out, tip it out, or taking the thermos from him or anything. Gave him an opportunity. (laughs) Begrudgingly, this guy's picked up his bags and his thermos and gone back against the grain of all the people lining up. Oh, I felt sorry for him. Uh, There's been uh, cases of women having to drink their own breast milk. Oh, when they've when they've taken really? Yeah, I mean not out out of the tap. No, I mean, you know, yes. like <laughs> that would be a weird thing to to make them do it. Customs. Sorry, madam, your breast looks like it's yeah. got more than one hundred and fifty yeah. mils in it. You'll have to suck some of that down before we let you on this flight. <laughs> Here's oh a curtain. Oh my God. <laughs> you can request a female officer that'll make you feel more comfortable. Oh no. Um, one of my major frustrations uh, at the, uh, and this is something that I'm quite passionate about, mm-hmm. um, is uh, the uh, trays, uh, the you know the stacking of the trays. Oh, yeah, yeah. On, you mean in on on the plane? No, the uh, like on the X-ray machine. So, oh yes. So when things go yes. through, yes. Um, I, so what happens is people put all their stuff in the trays, mm-hmm. and then they go through to the other side of the. 
yeah, X-ray machine, yeah. and then they all gather right near the X-ray R- machine, right at the first part, because because they've got to can't yeah. wait for their stuff to come out. Yes, and, because also everyone else is just taking their shit out of the trays, That's right. and let all the trays. But there's quite a long way to the end of the roller, right? Yeah, you can go all the way to the end of the roller, right? Yeah, I know if what you, you mean. stack the trays. People even reach up there to grab it down right. as it's coming. As just soon stack as it's the trays. Out. Yeah. How hard is it to stack the trays? Not very hard. Take one second. They're quite light. You're too good to stack trays? No. No. No, stack the trays. I stack the trays. Yeah, totally. I and, work in an oak service apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a common touch. Have you had this? When you've stacked the trays, yeah. I've had this from the people working there say thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. They like it when you do that. Yeah. And they try and encourage other people by saying thanks to you. I yeah, think. I, I think reckon. You know, my What's biggest it? my biggest frustration at the airport is when you get off the plane, you go to get your bags, and people have to stand on the conveyor waiting for their bag. Yeah. Get back wait. (laughs) I can't believe it. Just give us all the meter. It's incredible how people get to the front, get to the front. Then when you can get your bag, you've got to go through people. There's nowhere to put your bag down. It's like, what? Just move back. We work so hard on making things more difficult for each other. I know. And you know that conveyor belt is set up to make this a really easy transaction for everyone to get their bag. We all just get a bit Along the conveyor belt yeah, somewhere? absolutely. Stand, Take, stand a metre back? You should put little numbered squares right. all the way around. You can stand in one of those. And the frustration there is too because often... You know, and also people seem to have that attitude of like, if I miss it, yeah. like oh. the first time, oh. like it all goes into a fiery... Yeah. Yeah. Like, Running the towards the end of the conveyor. Like, Wait. Here's what happens if you miss it. Wait three seconds and it comes around hey. again. It's, it's fine. The other one that annoys me at the airport is when <laughs> is when the plane lands and the people are up oh. off the seats. Like, well, even, I talk about this even in my show this year. Right. Even before the seatbelt sign, yeah. people are up and jostling. And, you know, you're copping a bag in the side of the head and you're getting bumped by elbows and you've got Nan's bum right in your face. Well, I don't like that. Well, why? But here's the thing. We're all trapped in an exact same tiny plane. Yeah. We're all in there together. That's right. Right? See, my thing is the the people who get turn their phones on before... The seatbelt sign goes oh, off yeah. as well. Yeah. Because, or, or before they tell you, you can turn your phone That's right. Because I'm like, just like, how fucking important are you yeah. that you can't wait one hour? Like in the old days, <laughs> yeah. you wait a whole day <laughs> to get a home. message. Yeah, I know. I and know. these days, you can't wait one fucking hour. Quick, Just quick, got to check. Quick. What happened? Yeah. You know, I always look around those planes like, oh my God, how did they let this plane take off with all the most important people <laughs> yeah. in the world? Like, this is, they don't let the royal family fly They should have flown quicker. I can't believe. <laughs> I mean, I have not checked Twitter for 55 minutes. Quick, something might <laughs> have happened. happened. You know what that does show me though? When the, when the plane lands and people jump up into the aisle yeah. like that, that gives me... No confidence in case of an emergency. Oh, yeah. Right. None. Because oh, no, if, no, if that's the way people are yeah. going to jam up and totally. move in a standard no-pressure situation yeah. in an emergency, I see trample. I see squish. I don't like the idea. Oh, so you know, and I, I've, I've worked on a farm. I've yeah. seen what animals do in a panic. Right. <laughs> and we are animals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's going to be terrible. <clears throat> like, I, you don't want to be in that situation. No, no It'd way. Be terrible. No way. I saw a guy get removed from the plane when I was uh, flying to New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. Not removed from the plane. No, no, <laughs> right. we were about to, we were still. If they the... had an eject, <laughs> like, settle <laughs> <laughs> down, mate, or. Uh... <laughs> Where'd that guy go? Ah, shut up. Oh, I'm quiet. <laughs> it's based on the same principle as the toilet. Yes. Like, <laughs> 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 Spare meal here, anyone? Spare meal? 
Oh, uh, no, he was. We, we hadn't taken off. We were just um, we we're just loading, and we're sitting there, and there was a bit of conjecture about him. They went to talk to him. He got quite aggressive, right. uh, and then they said, "Look, you know, you need to calm down, otherwise you'll have to hop off the plane." And he said something else to the head, you know, uh, yeah. service person on the plane, and they went, "Ah, well, that's probably enough." So they took his hand luggage from the 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 holding bay above yeah. and took it off the plane yeah. in in an effort to lure him off the plane. Yeah. But it didn't work. He just oh. sat there, give me fucking bag back. Give me fucking bag back. And then I'm like, well, that's not going to help you. Like, they've no. already told you you're in trouble. <laughs> and and then they're like, well, you know, if you don't settle down, we're going to call the police. You have to hop off the plane. He goes, well, get, get the police then. I'm like, oh, you idiot. Because an airport's not just standard police. That's no. the Australian Federal Police, right? Yes. You're making a big mistake. And also, you're not really endearing yourself to everyone else on the Oh, plane, no way. You should have heard the people around me. <laughs> it's unbelievable how people are, like, right involved in the situation, straight up. Right. right. And the guy's been very colourful with language and there's families on the plane. And it's, it was pretty ugly. <laughs> and then the police come very quickly. The police are on the plane. Yeah. Three police. Well, one, they're already there. Yeah. One policeman goes up to talk to him. The other two stay at the very front he goes up and says now mate come on you have to hop off the plane you're not going to go on this flight uh we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way do it the hard way Ooh. i'm like oh my god you're kidding me right I mean, you've got to admire his commitment oh he totally like, I mean, right totally he didn't back down not at all no not once not and wait wait for this bit right. so then they go right all right do it the hard way the other two police officers come down they jump on him there's a big struggle on they end up getting him in handcuffs and getting him into the into the aisle, and they're now you know a policeman in front where, of him. Where were you going? New Zealand. Ah, oh, well, maybe you just didn't want to go to New Zealand. <laughs> maybe it was like I would rather. Yeah, I'd rather go to jail. Like there was like <laughs> there was something you couldn't get out of, and he's like he'd made every excuse. It's a work trip. Not he had other drive. plans. He was like he really had something he wanted to do, and his final like he's just. He was on the plane. He's like, well, this is my only option I've got left. This will do. This will do. I'm going to have to arc up. Right. And he said, but his cutting plan was he had to look determined that he wanted to go. Right? Uh, So that's why he was like, I'm not taking it. But knowing the whole time. Witnesses will say he was determined to go to New Zealand. However, his cutting plan was he knew that if you behave like that, there's no way you're going to New Zealand. I'll tell you this. There is no way that guy was that smart. I don't know. There is no way. Maybe he was was just that good. Oh, Maybe he was working on levels. If he was deeply in character then. Because <laughs> they, they... Was it Chris Lilly? So they get him in the handcuffs. There's a policeman in front of him and two police behind him and they're taking him off. Yep. The whole time he's just yelling at the cops, get off me, you fat fuck. Ah. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And then, and then this is the beauty of it, then the police start going, because he's still yelling at them abuse and stuff, they start going, oh, well, let's not take as much care down the aisle. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my yeah. God, though. Oh, bump. Oh, oh, bump. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, you've fallen down. Oh, bump. Wow. <laughs> oh, dear. He's in for a fun trot back to the lockup, oh isn't he? Oh, God. <laughs> They weren't happy. No. And, well, and I think, to be honest, they weren't happy because of a number of things. One, he was disrupting the peace on the plane. Right. And there was a lot of families and people on there. So, that you know, they don't appreciate that. And also the other thing is they've always got to be constantly aware that, you know, disturbances on planes can be quite, big... quite serious, right. right? Now, the other thing is what's worse for everybody, once this guy's taken away and that process is done, the police now have to come back and get statements from people on the plane. This now takes a whole bunch of time. <laughs> oh, my and, God. And people start heckling 
the situation. Like, I hear a guy from the back of the plane go, Oh, for fuck's sake! Can we just go? And Suddenly like, he's in handcuffs. I'm like, <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> like, no one wants to go to New Zealand. <laughs> What's wrong with this flight? <laughs> but then, uh, so hang on, but I, what, shouldn't they have just put a, a cop on the flight in oh, his a spare seat? seat? Yeah, right. Sure, he could have taken the statements while you're in midair, yeah. while everyone's watching Two and a Half Men, and maybe eating they their tried scrambled that, eggs. The cops didn't want to go to New, New Zealand. Zealand <laughs> Cops like, oh fuck, what now? Oh, I have to oh, go to yeah. uh, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so the cops start yelling. Has to get taken out by another cop. Yeah. <laughs> they come and get statements, and then at the very end, yeah. the policeman that's obviously in charge or police person that was in charge of the operation then stands at the front of the plane, much like a hostie or whatever, and yeah. says. All right, well, thanks very much, everyone. It's been a fairly colourful start to your flight. And I'm like, what's he going to do, a routine? Right, yeah. He starts into a... And then just basically thanks everyone for their patience and their time. And this happens. Oh, they clap. Yeah. Oh, well, that's There's a whole plane, a round of applause. I'm like, oh, well, that's come around. All right. I think if people say thank you yeah. or they acknowledge what people have Absolutely. done, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, so it was very weird though. It was like, oh, okay. And then the captains come on. Oh, right, well, uh, <laughs> we'll be pushing back a little bit late. Sorry about all that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It was full on. So wow. it was, and it was only, you know, it was early in the day, like 10 or 11 in the morning. It was quite a, he was really kicking off this dude. Quite I, strange. I once um, had a uh, girl on a plane. Um, uh, sit next to me mm-hmm. and I did not know that she had swapped seats to sit next to me Right. and um, during the uh, flight she intentionally spilled her drink on my groin no. so that she could pat my groin <laughs> no that's a true story that old trick <laughs> oh my god it was like it was the most hilarious thing that had ever happened to me in my life. I was like, wow. I can't believe this. She was drunk. She was like, right. drunk. Like, you know, she <laughs> she had that sort of, I've been at the races sort of drunk. Oh, you know, no. that sort of. Yeah. So she was kind of like an attractive and yeah. classy looking woman, but clearly was in the middle of yeah. like a massive fucking bender that had rolled onto the plane, you know, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> and then saw an opportunity. Right. To pat your groin. Right. Which I mean. In, wow. In some other circumstances, I probably would have thought was quite, yeah. quite good. I would have not that one, though. But that was not. What, was... what was your reaction? Well, I mean. Did you have a crack at her? Did you have a, you know? No, no, no. no. It, was, it was fine. Right. Um, it was fine. Uh, Did the hostie come and pat it down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting there spewing. Spewing! <laughs> I pulled out a light blue hand towel that I had put in my head. I had a suitcase full of them, and I brought it on a hand luggage because it's a hand towel, so that's the appropriate place for it. And I You're like Elvis now. brought it out, patted myself down. There was a little bit of lint on my groin, but that was, that was, that was fine. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, so I um, I had that, and I did have actually one other time. This will be the other kind of Mile High-esque story, but <laughs> yes. none of them are Mile High stories. All right. Um, I was in. Uh, I was lucky enough to get upgraded business class for an overseas flight. I think oh, I was flying yeah. back from LA. That's happened. And I had a a, a woman talk to me, um, you know, a couple of times, just because mm-hmm. like, you're in those little confined yeah. things and you're all in your pajamas, yeah. which is weird. It's like a slumber party. <laughs> like isn't you're it? adults, yeah, who don't know each other. No, but you're suddenly in your pajamas. Oh, like spoon, and you're just walking. <laughs> oh, <seriously>, like, <laughs> like, 
weird. It is. Like you're lining up outside, yeah. outside the toilet talking to people and you're yes. like, we're all in our pyjamas. Oh, yeah. The one time that I got upgraded, I got upgraded from Hong Kong to London yeah. in, into first class with, uh, with Qantas. Yeah, and I sat wow. next to a young Italian racing car driver. Oh, yeah, nice. so, which was right. great. And we, funny enough, we were wearing the same shoes. Exactly right. the same <laughs> shoes. So we've sat down, looked like a couple because right. we've got the same shoes right. on. And they kept being very nice to us, thinking that we must know each other. Yeah. But he was really cool. But it is weird because you're just snoozing away and he's literally, you know, 10, 15 centimetres to your right. It's ridiculous. It is funny, isn't it's it? It's such a weird... It'd be nice to have a bit of a pull-down curtain or something. Right. Well, some of them do have a little sort of, you know... The some of the airlines, thing, it's like they? Yeah, they have little pods yeah. and... You that know. sounds all right. Um, there's a weird one with, um, uh, well, back in the old days on, on British Airways, which I used to fly a bit between America and uh, uh, the UK. Yeah. Um, uh, they, we, we used to have ones where you kind of top and tailed. So oh. there was a little screen that would go up eventually. Like a but, halfway screen. But in between that, you were basically just, if you looked over, staring into the eyes of the other, <laughs> like your eyes would lock. And <laughs> me and some businessman. <laughs> I'd be quite happy with those big international flights. I'd be quite happy for them to just put me to sleep and put me on a shelf. Right. Like, I would. I like, you know. Yeah, just... so if, if, that is, if that's what they came up with, yeah. they had some new system where you walk in, they just put you in yeah. a pod, you, it, you hey, go take to this. sleep and you bang, <laughs> and you're there. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and then they just wake you up at the end. You know, it saves them heaps. They don't need to worry about, you know, giving you things or looking after you, just put you in the cupboard to sleep and then wake you up at the end. That would be great. I... Love nothing more than being on a plane. You do, yeah, well, you like you like to take advantage of everything on the plane. I do. <laughs> you I do everything. You I walk do up everything. all the aisles, whatever try the there is. Seats. <laughs> Nuts. I'd love some. Yeah. I uh, no. Yeah, I do. I like to try everything. Yeah. I always like to eat all the food. I always like to watch all the. And when I go on international flights, you know, I you watch up some movies. I watch up some movies. That's the pretty much the only place yeah. I watch movies. Right. Really, is on the, no on one the can ring me. No, it's good, isn't it's it? It's like you're on holidays because all I'd really like to do with my <laughs> life fly around the world. Well, not even that. Like if I, there was some way of not flying yes. where I could just like sit and watch movies, mm. drink alcohol, yeah. eat food, uh-huh. and not have to feel guilty about doing any of those things because it's expected. Sounds like an ad for a cruise boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what that is. I've always thought people who went on cruises were horrible human beings, no. but it turns out they're geniuses. <laughs> Beat after your own heart. <laughs> when that carnival cruise thing happened, oh, like, you dear. know, and on the cruise for all that extra time, yes. there was just part of me that was like, oh, I well. can't even feel sorry for them because you've already made you've already made the decision to... Go cruising. Go cruising. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more cruise. Just you've got a longer holiday. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, when that happens, supplies on those boats aren't set up for the extra seven days. Right. No, so I a lot of things would have been running out. No, exactly. Because I've done a couple of comedy cruises. Yeah, well, tell me right? about those. So, well, they're great fun. Yeah. Uh, well, I like the three-day one because you're just on the boat and off again fairly quickly. I think yeah. it's called a ship. Right. I think it's big enough to be a ship. Okay. Is that, what is the difference between boats and ships? Just size. Oh, is that really? Yeah. Cause I, I, and I didn't really realise that myself until I was on the ship yeah. and saying to some of the crew, oh, it's a big boat ship. Huh. Yeah, it's a great boat, ship. I think I'm supposed to say ship. Right. <laughs> I would so, never say ship just based on that. I, yeah. On I, principle. Yeah. I would, just, I would never say boat. If people are so into uh, calling... Love this dinghy. Like, I mean, I'm sure that's the equivalent, and we get this in comedy of somebody yeah. going, how are your skits going? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh it's not skits. 
I know that you don't respect what I do, but they're not skits. Can you just not Please call it anything? Please don't call them skits. So maybe... Yeah, maybe, maybe that's I, their yeah. twitchy, yeah, twitchy okay. thing. So anyway, the three-day ones are quite good because yeah. you go on with other comics. And I, I did one eight-day one, but it's the isolation and the solitude that I didn't really enjoy. Right. Because so you're kind of trapped on the boat with everyone that knows who you are. Where are you going? See you. How many people are on the boat? The like, ship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, about um, two and a half thousand passengers oh. and about 2,000 staff. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. So there's not, I mean, it's not everyone busy. knows you. Like, Well, no, but but because of the shows that you do, yeah. there's big crowds. Right. You know, they're, they're, you're on the boat. It's right. free. They don't have to buy tickets to come see it. No. And they're big, big, massive theatres, like eight, nine hundred seat theatres, yeah, right. right? So it doesn't take many shows for, for quite a lot of people you. to okay. have seen who you are. Right. All right. And then, but then you're kind of trapped, right? Like, they were everywhere you go is uh, people want to, Say something, tell you a joke, tell you about their friend, ask you to pay out on their mum, you know. And I don't know. For the first few hours, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Five or six days in, floating around on the ocean with these people getting drunker and Just drunker. Just by the way, I do enjoy, I mean, like, I, look, I love that people are fans of what I do and I love they come and see yeah. the show. Yeah. If I get one more fucking email from someone who's like, hey, we're coming to the Princess Theatre on Saturday night for your comedy festival show. <laughs> Hey, can you say walk as a fuckwit in the middle of it? I'll tell you right now. Yeah. No, I can't. I no. can't say walk as a fuckwit. I've prepared these jokes and this I've, narrative and this storyline. I've line. written my skits already. <laughs> like, Harold Sunder reviewing it like, I enjoyed every bit of it apart from the weird walk as a fucker. <laughs> One guy seemed to really enjoy it, though. I was so. going to give it five stars yeah. until he called Walker a fuckwit. Fuck yeah. My name, Anthony Walker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Sabotage by another comedian. <laughs> so, uh, so the cruises are great fun, right? right? The three-day ones are really enjoyable because you, you do a bunch of shows, a whole heap of different types of things. In fact, one of those three-day ones is where I was very fortunate enough to see Tom Gleason's mum do her first ever ah, awesome. comedy routine. Right. That was insanely enjoyable. It was just fantastic. She now, was so excited. Uh, how long did she do? Oh, she probably did about six minutes or so oh in, the end, in a, in a really? gong show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was on fire. Right. Yeah. It was. It was really good. It, it was. I, I was. I was amazed. To be honest, I, I really was. I thought it was great. Right. And she even had a shot at Tom, who was one of the judges. <laughs> Oh, so it was a comedy competition. Yeah. And she got up in the comedy competition. Yeah, yeah. Com- oh. yeah, she was one of the contestants in the gong show. Right, I thought you must have meant that she must have done it oh, in your no. show. No, like no, no. Of- there was like, so you do you do some um, shows and then we did this panel Q&A thing where all yeah. the audience can ask the comics questions. Then straight after that there's an amateur competition which right. we judge. Okay. And Tom didn't even know his mum was going in it. Oh, brilliant. He actually thought that his dad might have got up and told a couple of jokes. Yeah. But unbeknown to Tom, Tom's mum had mentioned to Tom's dad saying, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind maybe getting up and doing a couple of jokes at the golf show. Wow. And he, and he went, go on, go on, go on, have a go. Why not? So she did. And it was really funny. <laughs> oh, my God. And at one point she said something, which I don't remember in context, but Tom's just sitting there going, oh, mum. Oh, that's right. She was talking about not having very big breasts when she was younger at school. And Tom's gone, Mum! Oh, my God. That's hilarious. It was really good. It's something weird about, I don't know how I would feel if my mum came to me and said, look, things seem to be going pretty well for you. (laughs) 
and farming isn't what it used to be. What do you think? Uh, can you get me some gigs? We can hang out more. Can you get me Carl Chandler's number? I want to go up and spoil him. <laughs> Oh, but it was really, it was really good. So I, I kind of like those cruises, and yeah. and I tell you what, the atmosphere on on those boats is great because everybody is on holidays. You know, at a, at a standard comedy show, people have done things throughout the day that might have been stressful or or distracting, or you know, then ordinary life stuff is happening yeah. on the boat that. They treat you like it's a carnival, you yeah. know. So the attitude for the people on the boat is that they're constantly being having fun, showing a good time it's by a the fun, people on the boat. That's why you're on a boat. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible at. It. <laughs> but this, it's a, it's this a really been big one of, boat. This has been one of the worst skits that I've ever been involved in. Uh, speaking of a skits, throw in the towel, I have to go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling blue. <laughs> When before I was all white. Oh. Uh, okay, we uh, should finish up this podcast. Okay, Lindsay Webb. I want to give a big plug to a show you're doing in Brisbane. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, uh, it is my Chitty Chatty Bullshit show, the show that I took to the Adelaide Fringe this year, bringing it back to the sit-down comedy club in Brisbane, the 17th of April, Wednesday night. Which is night. a Wednesday night. Absolutely. Go and see this. It got rave reviews in Adelaide. It went really, really well. I really enjoy this show. Go it's out fun. and see it. If you uh, if you first discovered Lindsay uh, on this podcast, if you're new to Lindsay, please go out and see it. I'm, I guarantee you'll love his stand-up. You'll love the show. Thanks, mate. Um, I, uh, when this goes up, will still have a, a week. It'll be my final week of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. In a massive venue. Yeah, so. Come, <laughs> come please. If, you, if you're thinking about it and you you're think, doing, oh, there won't be any seats left. You're doing good. Probably will you're be. doing real good. Well done. Yeah, I think the last week actually probably, you know, particularly the big nights probably will sell out. It so. does ramp up, doesn't it, the yeah. Melbourne Festival? It, yeah. it kind of does. Yeah, so if you're thinking about coming last week, I would have said, that probably Tuesday, Friday and Saturday you'd want to get in pretty quick. You and do maybe Cheapy Tuesday? Nights. Yep, Cheapy Tuesday. Good man. So, yeah, everyone does Cheapy Tuesday. Yeah, good one. I mean, my Cheapy Tuesday is a lot more expensive than a lot of other people's shows. <laughs> but comparatively, comparatively, it's cheaper than Saturday. It is much cheaper than Saturday. There you go. And it's the same show. Get so the hot tip. There you go. Yeah. All right, thank you very much for uh, being part of it, Lindsay. And Pleasure. Thanks to everyone for listening. You can hit us up on the Facebook page, of course. Um, oh, if you have funny uh, favourite bits from the show, we still have the Tofop quotes um, or Fofop quotes if it want to be, but tag them Tofop quotes if there's anything funny from the podcast that you heard and you yeah. want to tag that on the internet. I always enjoy reading that random stuff back. <laughs> yes. uh, and, um, of course, uh, if you listen to the show on uh, iTunes, we always uh, ask you, if you enjoy the show, please go and rate it on iTunes because it keeps it up the top of the charts and it means that, you know, other people can discover the show. And... Been right up there too. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, as an independent podcast, we're yeah. like, if not one, we're one of the more popular ones, you know. Well done you and well done people for listening. Right, and well done me for working out how the microphones work today because <laughs> yeah. that was a bit of a struggle for a while. Oh, that's so, <laughs> the last episode I just put up uh, uh, was one that I recorded with Dave Anthony way back the first time we ever recorded. Yes. And Dave and I uh, recorded three that day. And uh, as the day went on, he was sitting in a beanbag. Yeah. And he got lower and lower and lower. So eventually he just got more and more <laughs> you can off the hear him. So for anyone who listened to last week's and didn't know that story, I was like, why did he... Was he leaving gradually? He's a bit distant. <laughs> it's like, it, it really sounds like he was just inching his way out of the room. Very slowly. So uh, uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>